How can a lady find a man? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's that's what someone has said. itself that's better even when you are trying to help the baby chicken you're going to kill it so let us not try to help god all right god can i know some of my school that god told them their husband god told them the name god showed them the person they knew the person i say i have to wait and pray but there's one that is coming to my head now they are happily married both of them were we're all in nottingham we're all in choir God did not speak to the lady then. The lady went back to Nigeria. God spoke to her and asked her husband, But God, why didn't you speak two years ago? Does that make sense? You know, so it's possible that God will tell you, but you cannot find. God does the finding. The person is to find you, not you finding them. But whatever God tells you, some people, God, God has given them the name of their spouse or what their spouse will be doing. So when people are coming and they don't bear that name or they don't, you know, they're not the person. That's, that helps you to eliminate unnecessary people, unnecessary stress, unnecessary drama, unnecessary emotional pains. Does that make sense? But essentially, whatever God tells you as a lady, pray that at the right time. See, there is a time and a season for everything. When you do the right thing at the wrong time, it makes it wrong. What you want to do is right, but the timing is wrong, it makes it wrong. Does that make sense? No exceptions don't make the rule, but are there no exceptions for being unequally yoked? Mm -hmm. No. That's compromise. That's compromise. God is not a God of compromise. Scripture says, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. There are many reasons for it. One of the reasons is they are not they are not godly. So when it comes to let's go to church, why do I need to go to church? Let us pray. Why do I need to pray? Does that make sense? You know, so God is not a God that makes compromises. God is a God of instruction, a God of order. It's like you follow him or you don't. 
you don't follow God 99.9.9%. It's 100%. God wants all of you. Does that make sense? So God, unfortunately, I'm sorry. God doesn't make compromises. Because oftentimes, even in a relationship where God is, God spoke to both of them, they hear God clearly, everybody knows God, there will be issues in that marriage. Alright? And so, when there is issue in marriages, it takes two people who knows God, who will pray to God to make it work. Or the one person say, I'm not even interested, this God thing, I, never, I, was, I was never into God in the first place, then it won't work. Amen. Mm -hmm. Can I add to that? Yeah. yeah. So there's this um, pastor I listen to. She's big on relationships. And she said on the topic of being on equally yoked, she always says that um, someone who is a child of God, marrying someone who is not a child of God, is like, you know, you're a child of God and you say your father is God. So the father of that unbeliever is the devil. Pastor so in a marriage, if your father in law can come to your house, the same way spiritually, if you're a child of God, God, you invite the presence of God into your mm -hmm. home, into your marriage. So that unbeliever will invite the presence of the devil into your marriage. And mm -hmm. anything that the devil brings, obviously, you know that it's not good. So there is no compromise on being on equal It shouldn't even be a question. But I think people don't understand the depth of it because it doesn't just affect you. It affects your children and it affects the covenant that you're making. So you cannot walk in the same direction with an unbeliever. There might be love. There might be his knife. His nice is not his saved. His nice is not his father is God. So he cannot compromise. <laughs> he cannot compromise on that because the father of that person is them. I just want to add, like add to what she said because sometimes like people say, um, yeah, I believe in God and they're Christian actually, but some like Christian that don't really like understand the value of like or the principle of waiting to marriage. So they'll tell you, oh yeah, I'm a Christian, but I feel like, oh, why stress the way to marriage? Because we're going to get married anyways, right? So that classifies as unequally yoked as well. It doesn't matter if they say they're Christian, but if they have some beliefs that's not written in the Bible, that's like unequally yoked too. Yeah. Anybody who says they are Christian and they are not exhibiting the fruit of the Spirit, you have to question their Christianity. Scripture says, let your light so shine. Matthew 5 and verse 16. And people will see your good works and glorify God. So what works people are seeing, are they glorifying God or not? You've got to be very careful. You wanted to ask a question? Oh, um, you were talking about the one, so I was trying to ask, are you using being the one? Okay. Alright, very quickly, people ask that question a lot. I believe there is only one person for you to marry. Ah. What if that one person, God forbid, dies? Now, let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. At least, let me explain, okay? Because obviously, I know that would trigger love. What if, what if I'm a positive person? If, if the person God asked for me died, I mean, they were not the person for me. God will keep them. God, hang on. You see, there is a will of God for you. Okay. Alright? There is a will of God for you. So just ask God for his will. God doesn't have many wills for you in marriage. God has a will. There is a will of God for you. Now, if if I buy my car from my if I buy my car from Mercedes-Benz, okay, and the car had an, an accident, and I took it to Mercedes-Benz to replace it for me. Alright? 
they will give me another original. Yes, that portion. It, it, exactly the same thing. It's not used. It's not a an imitation. It's another original of the original. As if nothing ever happened to my car. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So like yeah. Yeah. How do we make another yeah. one? Is it the body so or is it the spirit? Of course, of course, of course, of course. God, God, God will always give you another original of the original. Does that make sense? So, no, 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 no. So, so, is this, so the, the thing is, how did you know the person died? Does that make sense? Only God can see him. Does that make sense? Trust me, trust me. Do you, do you know? Do you know the trauma you go through when you lose your lost a loved one? People don't get over it. People can become emotionally unstable for the rest of their life. They begin to they begin to have mental health, mental illness. Why would God allow you to go through all that? Does that make sense? So, so why don't you say about people like pedos, pedos that get like you know? Good question. Good question. You say, God, let us let us not. Let us not make our own. Let us let us not overprocess this question. Okay, what what I want you to think about it. There's a will of God for you. And Scripture says Romans twelve and verse two. Do not one ounce one ounce. Scripture says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but renew your mind, because there's a perfect will of God for you. All right. So you pray for the will of God. Say God. I want to marry your will. Let us not worry about whether if, what if, what that, what this, what then. Trust I, I'm not a negative person. No. All right? I'm telling you, when you see people who lose their, maybe their spouse or their wife or, you know, their fiancé, maybe to death and things like that, and it's tragic, they hardly get over it. Does that make sense? So why would you wish that on yourself? Does that make sense? Let those, those those who are going through that process, we don't envy them. We pray for them. You know, some people, they are in their second marriage because their first marriage, maybe the person died, and they are seeing the person in their dream. They don't want to. It, it's, it's tragic. Does that make sense? Because this love is powerful thing. So what if? Why should why should you be negative on that? What if? Why? What? Why? What if? Does that make sense? So, God is a wonderful God. That is why I tell people that when you are with somebody, you are so convinced that the person, and it doesn't work out, they were never the person in the first place. Case closed. They were never. Because if they are the person, it will, both of you know that we are meant for each other. Whatever is hard, you see, what makes marriage work is not because two people are perfect. It's two people who are willing to work, to make this work, who are willing to fight for their marriage to make things work. Does that make sense? So let us pray, and I believe there's a perfect will of God. In fact, not just in marriage, in everything you do, there's a perfect will of God for you. So when you have a relationship with God, do you know that God can tell you that this trip your fiance is about to go, it should not go because death is in front. Does that make sense? God can speak to you. God will, something will happen, the person will not travel again. Does that make sense? You know, God speaks to us sometimes through coincidences or through situations. You know, you want to travel, something just happened to your car, 
or you miss your flight, you'll be thinking, oh, you just you just saved your life, you didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? You just saved, you just saved yourself headache, you didn't know. You know, so let us be positive. Let's trust God. God is a wonderful God. And that's why I tell people, if a man lived your life, even two people when they break up, some of you you've been to heartbreak, you know that <laughs> it took you time to get over it. So let us let that that's why let's yeah. allow God to lead us. I just the next Does that make sense? So I believe the perfect will of God for you. So God has a will for you, it's not two wheels. He will lead you, he will direct you, the person will not die, the person will leave. Amen. Amen. But if whatever happens, God will produce another best. (laughs) So he's still God's best. But you will never know that. Does that make sense? Yes. So, next question is how do you let go of relationships that aren't aren't necessarily bad but are fading and becoming awful? You remove yourself. Now, the question is there's no perfect relationship. Why would you let go of something if it is the will of God? Exactly. If it was, if you are not sure it was God in the first place, then flee. <laughs> don't, don't, you understand? If you are, that is why we tell people, you see, when we say you have to have a conviction before you date somebody, it's not because we are trying to be mean, we are trying to control, because challenges will come. Mm-hmm. At some point, you know, there are sometimes I'm feeling that. This marriage here, I really married the right person because I'm just tired of all this nagging, all this, this, all this. this I'm just tired. Is working. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Because we have our differences, we have our issues. Me and my wife in twenty, in twenty, twenty one, yeah, we had we had a major to we had a major issue that she was even thinking of moving out and going to rent a place and whatnot. And on my birthday, the senior pastor helped us to resolve it, and. Two months down the line, we started the process of getting the mortgage because we got the mortgage. We had two people. My wife just told she she had enough. She's this, she's that, 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 that. But I believe what God told me. Does that make sense? You know, the point I'm making is every relationship will have its own issues. It comes with a backache. Guess what? If I get the, my when my wife get married to me, the demon in my father's house, the demon in my mother's house. They join her. The demons in her father's house. You know, her father asked father and mother. Yeah. That's two demons. Her mother asked father and mother. That's two demons. That's four demons. So now my own four demons, that's eight demons. Does that make sense? Because we are Africans, you can't say these things. They are real. So challenges will come. You know, the reason why the Pharisees wanted to start condemning Jesus was because he healed someone on sabbath day they were so religious jesus didn't do anything for them to name him on the cross you don't need you don't need to do anything for problem to come your way they will just come because sometimes we are vulnerable sometimes we're just a bit tired you know does that make sense so so it's important for us to know that ask yourself this question i mean is this the will of god for me if it's the will of God for you, then both of you reconcile on your differences and make this work. Does that make sense? Mm. I knew somebody who was so convinced that that lady who is engaged to marry is my wife. Yeah. And he kept praying. And that thing didn't work. And now they're happily married. 
Does that make sense? Wait, wait, wait. But if you are with someone, one minute, I'm, 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 I'm going to run around. You know, you know, if you are on a journey, if you are traveling to London, you are driving to London. If you have prayed and God says, go to London, you heard God, go to London. Even when you enter traffic, you will stay because you know God said, go to London. But if you are not sure, either God said, when you enter traffic, you say that's a sign for you to turn back because you're not sure. Does that make sense? So be sure before you go into it so that when challenges come, both of you can agree together in prayer and God can help you. Okay. Can you can can you go you back can. to your ex girlfriend you I mean, or your ex boyfriend? It's a it's a two way question. It's a yes if indeed it is the will of God. Yeah. Okay. It's a no if it's not the will of God. Because why did you broke up in the first place? Yeah. You broke up for a reason. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because I know people who I have to tell them to break up because they were not they didn't pray before the relationship. And they prayed and they felt like this was the will of God and they never came back. And I knew others that came back because they knew this was what God was to do. They had to go to, so they started afresh. So only go back if it's the will of God and you're going to do things right. But if it's not the will of God. Okay. Yeah. So the next question is, what if God brought you the right person, but you're too afraid of commitment and you're still bound to worldly desires? It's a you problem. <laughs> you have to change your ways. It's a you problem. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the question is, what if God brought you the right person, but you are too afraid of commitment and you are still bound to worldly desires? God will bring them to you. Because you're not prepared for again. Does that make sense? God won't bring them to you. It's your desire that is bringing them. Does that make sense? Because, because our relationship with God, sin cannot come. When one sin comes in the way, God, God won't speak. God will just go mute because you have violated the, the, you know, the contract. Does that make sense? So God won't speak to you and say, that's your wife. Does that make sense? That means you're a lukewarm Christian. So I, I even question you, you thinking it is God. Does that make sense? I even question that. Because, because for me, God will tell you something and, and you're still living in the world. It doesn't make sense. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. you know, so for me, I will question if that is God. But, and if it is it is God, you need to change your ways. You need to amend your ways. You need to get right with God before you be with that person. Because guess what? You will corrupt them. Mm -hmm. You will make them sin. And it, and it will get worse. So get your way right with God. Amen. Mm -hmm. So last question. Why do people like to have sex before marriage? Because of the way social media, the way maybe their friends, the way people are portrayed sex to me. You see, I got married as a virgin. Right? I'm on, live stream. Your wife, I mean, I'm on live stream. So I need to be very careful what I'm saying now. So, so basically, on my, on my wedding night, nothing happened. Because we were both so scared. 
Right? But eventually, eventually, when we did the thing, and I thought, is that it? <laughs> so narrated. You say, oh, I'm in love. Let me tell you, brother, sex is overrated. He's not daddy. He doesn't keep married. Correct. I'm telling you. Because sometimes, you know, in fact, you, you know that when you are married, you can go for days without sex. Because you feel like, she's my wife, she's my spouse. It's Tomorrow is the day. You know, it's one week, you're not even. You will think that, oh, this. Yes, at the beginning of marriage, you, you will do it anywhere you want, anyhow. But eventually, you get ahead of these things. Does that make sense? So trust me, it's overrated. Correct. I'm telling you, it's not. It's not a. It's it's a wonderful thing. It's it's good. It's great. But trust me, you get tired of it. I'm telling you. You know. So 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 it's just it's just what the social media, what the media people have sold to us. Does that make sense? You know. So for me, we need to honor God and put God first. All right, and let us let God be proud of us. Does that make sense? Let us wait. Let us wait. There is a time and a season when you do the right thing at the wrong time, it makes it wrong because the timing is wrong. Does that make sense? So we need to wait for the right time. We need to wait for God's time because God's time indeed is the best. And you can enjoy yourself. Does that make sense? So I think we just yield to the pressure of the world, or sometimes because the person you are with is putting pressure on you. Again, it's because you guys didn't lay the right foundation. You guys didn't talk about boundaries, and they are making you compromise on your beliefs, on your core values. I know ladies that say a a, a guy will never enter my room. They do not allow any anybody that come to see them wait for me outside. They never. In fact, me, even me as their pastor, they didn't let me enter. But I, say, I, re- I respect that. Because it's, not, it's, it's about, it's about your, your core value. Stick to it. Don't say because this and that. No, 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 no. Stick to it. I pray God pray for us in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we pray? I want to pray and say, God help me. You see, all these things we are talking about, it can be difficult sometimes, yes. And that's when we need the Holy Spirit to help us. When the Holy Spirit helps us, we are able to overcome. We are able to overcome those temptations. Because temptations is everywhere. Sometimes they will even come to your doorstep. They will come and knock at your door. When I was in, let me, eyes open. When I was in uni, let me tell you a story. When I was in uni, a long time ago. I mean, I finished uni 13 years ago now, so it's a long time. When I was in first year of university, one of my friends, the she called me at night and said, oh, there's an emergency. She needs my help and blah, blah, blah. And I drove down there. Hey. When I got there, she was naked. And she, she, was, she was wearing a, 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 a look-through top. See, and she hides the key under her bra. She said, come and take it. <laughs> Let me tell you. One hour I was begging her. One solid hour. You guys are laughing, it's not funny. She thought I was gay. She didn't believe it. Because she liked me. But I wasn't even born again then. But I just went around. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. 
My father told me that if I if I hug a girl for too long, I'll get her pregnant. <laughs> if I shake a girl too much, hey, and if you get a man pregnant, you will walk in McDonald's. First class ticket. You know, so that fear. But looking back now, I think it was God that helped me. Okay? I bet that for one solid hour. In fact, she was so embarrassed that after that day, she didn't want to talk to me again. She would see me coming, she would go the other way. Because the friendship became popcorn. Okay? So, these things are possible. The devil, when they, if God, if they want to use a lady, a lot of men in scriptures are fair. Look at Samson. Scripture says in the book of in the book of Judges, Samson was so powerful mm. that one day Samson was going with the, with the father-in-law, and he saw a lion, and the Lord came upon him, and with his bare hand he tore the lion into pieces. The Lord came up. Samson was so powerful, but what brought him down? The lion. Not one girl like that. You know, if you read if you read that book properly, because I did a study on it. If you if you if you if you if you compare that book, the story of Samson to the story of Joseph, there is similarity. Very similar. Because Delilah asked Samson, what is the of your power? Samson told Delilah, Delilah tried it. It didn't work. He said, You don't, you don't love me. If you love me, you will tell me. Black man, emotional black man. She came again. He told us five times. Like yes, Sam does not get sense no. to know that this girl is up to something. It's up to something. After so, after so many times. The fifth time, Samson said it. And that was it. Mm. You saw this thing coming. The same with Joseph. Joseph said, I will not do this and sin against God. So sometimes, temptation will come and look for you because you carry your glory. You have to fight it. I want you to pray and say, God help me. Just pray. I said, God help me. We need the grace of God. We need the help of God. We need God to help us. No doubt about it. You know, I look back to my life and I say it is God. I'm telling you it is God. I don't even know how I survive. It is just God. I've seen ladies that call me and say, Pastor, I like you. I know you are a pastor, but I like you. I say, if you call my phone again, thunder will fire you. <laughs> Amen. But I was single. I, I was, of course, I was engaged to be married, but I, I was not married. I was still single. So yeah. we could have, I could have been single and mingle, and nobody would know that we are jingling. <laughs> you know, I want you to pray and say, God help me. Just pray and say, God help me, God help me, God help me. Whatever you are doing, you must, it must glorify God. The purpose of what you are doing should be God. Don't say, God help me. God, I'm, God, I'm sorry for the things I've done. I'm sorry for what I've made you, but God help me. Have mercy on me. Make me a better person. Let your grace come upon me so that my life can glorify you. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. Lord, have mercy on us. Lord, help us to have a purposeful friendship and relationship. Give us the strength to say no to what you say no to. Give us the strength to say yes what you say yes to. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Please, I spoke about week, Weekend Away earlier. Please, if you, are, if you are not coming to Weekend Away, I want to give you to come. And if you want to know more about Weekend Away, please speak to me afterwards. But trust me, it's a wonderful experience. And it'll be good to see everyone. God bless you.
before we leave. Um, so tomorrow we have a fundraising event that we want everybody to be here for. So um, if you want to know more about it, just wait behind. Aiden's in charge, so we're going to discuss that with you. But um, next week, there's no meeting next week.